Have you ever wondered where you really stand with God? Are you overcome with feelings of guilt because of things you've done wrong? Are you tired of religion that focuses on rules that you can't keep? Have we got good news for you? It's time to listen in on some casual conversation with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski and discover what true freedom is all about. This is Growing in Grace. All right, let's get things started for another Growing in Grace. I'm Joel Brzezinski. Mike Kapler is with, is with me. It's the breeze right here in the cap. In Growing in Grace, uh, let's just jump right on into it, Cap. Yeah, because you goofed around too much last week. It cut into our program, and we didn't have that much time. That's what you get when you think that life in Christ means you can have fun from now, uh, from time to time. (laughs) (laughs) No, I recently posted an article. uh, I I had actually written it several years ago. I won't waste too much time with this, Cap, but uh, when my daughter was seven, uh, we were looking at this online Bible where you could actually um, insert your name into various verses, like... Joel died and is raised together with Christ, you know, that type of thing. And so my kids were younger, and I was we were going through some verses like that, you know, for God so loved Noel, you know, my daughter. And while we were doing that, she said to me, is there anything in, and this is, a, you know, an innocent little seven-year-old, is there anything in there that says anything about me jumping around and having fun? And it was just, you know, it was just the type of thing I laughed, and I thought, out of the mouths of babes. You know, there's no scripture that says jump around and have fun, but isn't that what we're allowed to do in Christ? Isn't that part of our life in Christ is um, it's not all serious. It's not all, it's not all scripture all the time. I'm, I'm not putting down the scriptures at all. We love the scriptures, but I mean, you're allowed to go out and have some fun. You jump around and have some fun in, in the eyes of a seven-year-old or, or whatever that means. You know, take a vacation or just sit and lounge around and just enjoy yourself, you know. It's okay to do things like that. You don't have to always be about your father's business in a such a serious way all the time. I don't know. What do you think about that, Kat? Uh, my father's business is closed on Sundays. No. <laughs> um, no, I'm, I agree. I, I think that is, there's something deeper there than we probably realize. Maybe a even a prophetic utterance of, of heaven, you know, jumping around and having fun. I mean, that's what God wanted for us. I think on one of our recent podcasts, you made the statement that uh, God just, we were created to have life. That's what he, it wasn't that he wanted to, to hammer a bunch of rules on us exactly. and, you know, hang them around our neck for us to trudge around bent over trying to carry around this heavy weight of keeping rules. That isn't why God created us. It wasn't to try to do everything right. But uh, it, it was to give us life. And so I, I made the statement recently, too, off of the podcast that where, where do you think humor and joy and fun comes from? It's not from the devil. Right. It comes mm-hmm. from God. And, mm-hmm. and I, I think that we can't really see it very well in the scriptures, but I think that there's a lot of times where there was probably some things said where there was some laughter, mm-hmm. either from Jesus or from those around him with things that he was saying, you know, the circumstances and stuff. I, I know sometimes we just have a hard time relating to that, but I had somebody tell me once, Joel, that they could not picture Jesus laughing. Hmm. Oh, and, uh, that's sad. I don't know. There was just something about that that I, I felt kind of sad for him. Yeah, well, I guess uh, there's no scripture that says Jesus laughed. 
<laughs> no, there, there's just, one that says he wept. wept. <laughs> uh, and, and we even misinterpret that sometimes. Uh, I but think so. there's, there's no doubt that laughter and, and humor, uh, a merry heart does good like medicine. So that stuff comes from God. Yeah. Well, I'll have to take back what I said at the beginning that I won't, we won't take too much time on this because here we are exactly four <laughs> minutes into our talk here. Just Boo. like last week. Boo. <laughs> and I'm booing myself. We've just wasted all this time talking about life in Christ. <laughs> How could we do that? But yeah, right. it says that we will reign in life, and I think that laughter and fun is a part of that. Well, and now we have to follow the rule and read some Bible. Just, just, <laughs> it's a podcast rule, so... You got something in mind? Yeah, let's, uh, let's continue bouncing off of what we talked about last week uh, when we, we discussed the change of the priesthood and the fact that much of the church world still clings to various parts of the law and the commandments, and we tried to point some things out about how if they're going to do that, they're really obligated to, to keep the whole law and go back under the old priesthood. Fortunately, we, we don't have to do that, but that's what a lot of the church world has done to some extent. Uh, you just can't be mixing up the old with the new covenant. They do not go together. This isn't like a peanut butter cup here. <laughs> you know, they got to be separated. Yes. Uh, yeah, the old was replaced with the new, something better, and, and established upon better promises. So we've got this thing going on in the church world where from the youngest age, it's been going on for centuries, by the way, but we've got this situation where the people are talking about following the commandments. Maybe when you came to Christ, that was a big part of what you thought the Christian life was about, trying to keep the commandments and live right and do everything as good as you could, and then hopefully that would be good enough, combined with your belief in Christ, of course. But Paul said something in uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 3 about the, the I won't spend much time on, on this part of it, but he, he did refer to the, the commandments written in stone as the, the ministry of death and the ministry of condemnation. But then he went down uh, a few verses later toward the end of that chapter as he continued on that same pace about the ministry of death and, and condemnation. And by the way, how many times have you heard that in the church uh, building where you, you went there and, and somebody was telling you to uh, avoid the ministry of death and condemnation, which was the commandments written on stone? You probably didn't hear that much. But mm -hmm. uh, then Paul goes on to say, to this day, and I know this was back in Paul's day, but it's even as true today, if not more so. To this day, whenever Moses is read, referring to the law, a veil lies over their heart. Uh, but whenever a person turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. So we have people sitting in churches week after week who are hearing Moses and Old Covenant law in the wrong context, and it's blinding their minds to the gospel. Then Paul goes on to say this. Now, here's the alternative. Now, the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. There's our alternative, the Spirit of God, the new covenant from Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's it. Exactly it. And that's um, what you were talking about. The word better appears a whole bunch of times in Hebrews, and here's just a little sample, this new covenant. Uh, a better covenant. These are quotes better. from from Hebrews. Better. 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 <laughs> Better. Spread it. Spread the good word. Spread it around. <laughs> Some people, Better. you got to go back a few years for that. Parquet. Advert. <laughs> that was good. I'm going to have to YouTube that one. <laughs> Parquet. Um, it would be a uh, better covenant, a better hope, based on better promises. Uh, you can find all that in uh, chapters 7, 8, and 9 of Hebrews, and it's basically what we're you know saying here is that the old 
was not as good. <laughs> Something needed to change. There was a change in the law. There was a change in uh, what happened. And by the way, I looked up that word change in the Greek, and it means change. Uh, things changed. <laughs> mm. It really did. It was a change. Something transferred from the old, made new. And that's what happened with this new covenant. It's a better covenant, better hope, better promises, and that's what we are under. Uh, it's something that we really do in the church need to grab a hold of, uh, because we're putting ourselves back under something that, as uh, it says in the Scriptures, even those Jews who were under the law, even their fathers couldn't bear it. And as we talked about last week, uh, Hebrews talks about how God said that he found fault with the people who were under that covenant. It just wasn't going to work. We can't go and put ourselves back under that. And so you might think to yourself, well, if we don't have these laws that we're supposed to live by, if we don't have all these rules, how in the world are we supposed to know what to do and, and how to walk? Well, earlier on in that uh, chapter you were reading there, Cap, from 2 Corinthians 3, it says... Not that we are sufficient of ourselves to think of anything as being from ourselves, but our sufficiency is from God, who also made us sufficient ministers of the new covenant, not of the letter, but of the Spirit. For the letter kills, but the mm -hmm. Spirit gives life. And many people sometimes think, well, the letter of the law kills, but the Spirit of the law gives life. But no, that's talking about the Holy Spirit. The Spirit gives life. That's where we find our life, not in the law, but in, this whole, in the Holy Spirit. That's where our life is at. We died, and now we live Christ. Christ is our life. Christ is in us. That is how we know from day to day, from moment to moment, how to live, because our life isn't about how to live. <laughs> it's about mm -hmm. Christ in us. Yeah, the letter had our number, you might say. <laughs> um, oh, we've been watching Sesame Street again. I know you referred to it. I'm not sure if you quoted him, but in, in Acts 15, Paul and Peter and some of the grace guys went over to James and his gang at the Jewish church because there was this uh, disagreement between whether the, the Gentiles who were coming to Christ, who were getting saved, whether they should follow the law or not. Well, Peter made the statement, look, why would we want to put this burden around the neck of the Gentiles, this burden that neither we nor our fathers could bear. Hmm. Why would we want that to put on them? You, you, this, this is, this, there should be a separation here going from the, in, this new covenant. These Gentiles shouldn't be a part of that. It's almost like Peter was saying, we, we don't want them to carry around what we think we should be carrying around because we, it was just too heavy. It was, it was a yoke of bondage. And yet, what do we have going on here today? What we have going on in the religious world today, 2,000 years after the old covenant law was abolished, that we Gentiles were never under to begin with, we're having a hard time letting go of something that we never belonged to <laughs> when it comes to the law and the commandments of Moses and so forth. Now, I understand back in, in that first century uh, of, of the church, news didn't travel that fast, and there were people who were under this law you know, for generations, and, and it, it, it ate up their day, it ate up their week, it consumed them, and now they were slowly being told by the Apostle Paul and others that they had been freed from that covenant and those commands, and that had to be a difficult thing for those people to get used to the idea of. Are you sure that's what we're supposed to be doing here, is moving into this new covenant completely and forgetting the old? That would have been a big deal for them. It shouldn't be that big of a deal for us today as, as Gentiles, 2,000 years after that old covenant 
that law was abolished. It just shouldn't be because we were never under it. But I'm telling you, people have a hard time letting go of it. Yeah, they do. And, and it, in a sense, it's even worse because we've got this mixture that you were talking about going on in the church today, even though the two don't mix, the old covenant and the new covenant, the ways of life and everything that has to do with these two covenants do not mix. As you said, I think last week, the wine and the wineskins thing, if you put the new wine into old wineskins, that wineskin's going to burst. They do not mix. You just cannot put them together. And yet in the church today, we've got a mixture. Back then, the problem was, do I stay under the law or do I follow this grace thing? And then there was that element of, well, do we put the Gentiles under the law? There was that. But today it's just so mixed together. We pick up our Bible and we think the whole thing whether it's the Old Covenant writings or whether it's the New Testament epistles, we just read it all, and I open up my Bible, and whatever it says I'm supposed to do, there's a horrible mixture going on with people not understanding the difference between the old and the better promises, the better hope the, of the better covenant that we are now under. And that's sad, because you go back under the old, and you've got the ministry of death, the ministry of condemnation, you got bondage, you got guilt, get all these horrible things, whereas the reason Christ died and rose again was for our righteousness, for our justification, for life, liberty, and freedom. That's what life in Christ is meant to be about. And so if you're not experiencing that, you might have put yourself back under what you were never meant to be in in the first place. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. To access hundreds of past programs, visit graceroots.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.